Welcome to the Sweet Spot Podcast. My name is Eva. I'm your host in this podcast on personal growth. And uh, today I want to be talking about innocence <laughs> and how there's innocence in every being on this planet. Um, how do I know? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just a feeling I have. Um, so let's see why innocence why a topic like that and how how do I approach this <laughs> uh, okay let's tackle it um, so I found myself sitting on the sofa with my family uh, on the weekend you know nothing to do everybody doing what they liked and I figured what do I want to do well I would really enjoy doing a worksheet of Byron Katie <laughs> It sounds crazy to me now, but yeah, because, you know, when I started out with the first worksheets that I did, and I will shortly explain what a worksheet is, uh, I was in a very bad place and it was very, very hard work for me to, to get through the worksheet. I had to really become still and really was struggling with all the emotions that were coming up. That was a long time ago. I think that was like eight years ago. I did my first worksheet. Uh, on a topic then and uh, it was a huge struggle to go through this process and um, yeah today I am like hey what can I do for <laughs> leisure time <laughs> hey okay I can fill out another worksheet and uh, that would be fun actually that would be so that would be adding to my experience that would get me back to myself and um, make me a happier person so for a if I want to enjoy myself <laughs> I fill out a worksheet today well eight years ago uh, that was the most dreaded thing in my experience um, so a worksheet just uh, just to fill you in a worksheet is basically you have a judgment or you have a situation that you're not fond of that actually gives you that makes you suffer um, like, you know, like, uh, oh, that stupid person, they said that to me. I don't know. I don't want that. <laughs> they make me angry <laughs> or they make me sad or they, I resent them. Um, then you can take a worksheet and work through it. And the basic questions of the work by Byron Katie are, uh, first, when you have written down your judgment, when you have it all on paper, uh, then you ask yourself, is it true? Your judgment, is it true? And you get a second round because the second question is, can you be 100% certain if it's true? And uh, so your answer is supposed to be a yes or no. And um, yeah, so when it's a yes, you're done. <laughs> uh, when it's a no, you're done with these two questions. And then the third and fourth question are actually like exploring, exploring the situation um, in your mind and seeing yourself with a little distance like the third question is how do you react who do you become what do you do and say um, when you believe that judgment um, and is that a stressful uh, state of being or is it joyful and uh, then the fourth question is who would you be without that judgment if it was just non-existent if the judgment didn't exist who would you be how would your life be different um, so exploring the, the opposites and exploring the options that you have, right? And as you can imagine, in some situations, 
you're really stuck on a judgment and you really don't want to let go of it. So this is a tough, uh, it's a tough task to distance yourself from it and to imagine yourself without the judgment because sometimes we cling and hold on to these judgment for dear life because the things that we have experienced were so dreadful, traumatic, even that we that it feels like we have to die when we let go of the judgment or the belief. And um, in that sense, it's a dreadful experience to go through the worksheet. Yet on the other side of it, you are the wiser and you, you have a better view and you have a broader perspective on the whole situation. And so you can make a better judgment than uh, a less painful judgment usually. And um, uh, yeah, so I figured that if you have a situation that's really painful, you can sit with it, find aspects and parts of the judgment that you have and then work through it step by step to get a bigger, broader, better perspective, a better judgment, um, to make even better decisions in your life. And uh, the more you do it, uh, the more you get to the core of the experience. And that is bringing you back your sense of childlike innocence. And um, now, there are many ways, I guess, to understand what I just said. You could take the the you could take it the wrong way. I'd say you could say like, "Oh, I want to feel innocent, and this is why I have to do the work, and I know in the end I will feel innocent, and everything will be fine, and it's not my fault." Um, and then you can just disown and deny and uh, repress, suppress everything. Um, that comes up within you like anger or shame or guilt uh, because you don't want to have them but really the work is to go through all these experiences to go through anger to go through shame to go through guilt to go through all the pain to end the suffering because when you do when you really process it and let it go through your system in then out instead of suppressing it um, then Nothing will be left but your childlike innocence. Plus, so in your feeling state, plus in your mind, you will have a perspective on life that has been broadened and is more reali more realistic because a bigger part of reality has been integrated into your view and into your mm, knowledge about the world. So this is why I came across this topic of childlike innocence because that is what I find every time I do it every every fucking time I do a worksheet I feel like something is wrong with me something is wrong with them something is wrong with the world or life itself I, I sit down uh, whether it's a worksheet or I do some other inner work or breath work or yoga or you know there are so many things you can do to help yourself through uh, your own processes, right? There's it's a, there's a myriad of ways in which you can help yourself through your own shit. And um, whenever I do these things, then on the other side, what awaits me is that sense of coming back to my innermost core, which is completely free, completely free of judgment, completely free of suffering, completely free of guilt, completely free of shame, completely free of fear, 
And um, there is nothing but childlike innocence and uh, a joy of life. And, and um, you know how they talk about the light within? That's truly you. They will never go away. <laughs> it can be dimmed. It can be dimmed by, uh, by the experience of life getting stuck within us. But it never goes away and it's, it's never really dimmed. It's never going out. That spark, that sparkle of life, that's never going away. It cannot go away. It, simply not. Because when you're alive, you're that. Um, and here's, here's a thing that I never quite understood before and that I'm seeing now. And that is, there is a dimension, some people call it the inner dimension. There is a dimension, some people say it's the fifth dimension, you know. Uh, there's a movie about it. <laughs> well, it's not about, yeah, I don't know. Is it about it? I don't know. So there's an inner dimension, if you will, and a depth to human beings. And the more you explore your inner depth, um, the more you know that the innocence of your soul, of your heart, can never be touched. The innocence of your true being, it cannot be dimmed, it cannot be tainted, it cannot be broken. It is. It's never gone, and it was never gone, and it will never leave you. And um, the only thing that happens is that we came into this life to explore a dimension away from the light. In a sense, to see, oh, in a sense, <laughs> the innocence, in a sense, we went away from our innocence so that we can see it. So we became animals. We came into a human body. And the human body is driven by needs and desires and um, and there is pleasure and there is pain in this realm of three-dimensional life. And there is rules, they call it karma, they call it the cyclical nature of this existence. And they will repeat and repeat and repeat. There is peace in this world and there is war in this world. There is people being born and there are people dying and it's happening all the time and none of it is wrong none of it is right but none of it is wrong because right or wrong is not a question it's just existing nothing more nothing less this is just existing according according to the rules of nature and nature is neither good nor bad it just is and then comes the realization of pain and somehow this causes suffering because when you are not in the body when you're just the light there's no pain pain just doesn't exist you come into this body and there's pain and that's so different that's so different from perfect harmony and perfect innocence and uh, you witness people 
You witness things happening in this world. You become conscious of what's going on in this world. And it creates pain. You see people hurting other people. And that creates suffering within you. And you see that other people hurt you. That creates suffering. And then you witness yourself hurting other people. And you suffer. And since childhood, we have all been struggling with the realization that there is pain in this world. And then we realize that others can inflict pain upon us. And they on us. And then we can in turn, inflict pain on them. And this, the mere realization that we are capable of doing that, of creating pain, and on the, on the other hand, of creating pleasure, the mere understanding that we are witnessing ourselves doing that, for the most part, we shy away from that realization, from the power, from the, from the, from the reality, from the rawness of the experience of this life from the from the reality of it we shy away from it when we make the connection the moment we make the connection that this is happening to us or that we are the source of it so you know the best dramas in tv show people who have to make the decision to hurt somebody else, to decide to... <laughs> is the worst drama, is the best drama when somebody has to really do horrible things for a good cause. And uh, this is where the pain of our soul is really, really... or the suffering is really high. Because experiencing ourselves as part of the pain cycle it is just it is just not cool and it has nothing to do with innocence as we think the mind thinks this is not innocent yet there is innocence in everything we do and everything that is done to us even pain is innocent I understand that this is nothing you just accept and that this is nothing you just see because I want you to see this. But pain is quite innocent. Mere pain is just there to tell you that this is hurting your body or your emotions or your mind. Mere pain is just there to, to tell you, don't do this. It's a simple thing. Don't do this, it's hurting you. And when you hurt somebody else, you realize, oh, they are screaming, they are getting angry, they are getting mad. Oh, I did something that hurt them. And uh, all we have to do is stop doing what we are doing the moment we, re we realize that this is causing pain. All we have to do is to stop. But what we generally do is we go into suffering instead. We want to prove our innocence. We want to prove we are good people and we did not mean any harm. And this is why we now have to tell them that we didn't mean any harm. And we are getting angry with everybody. I didn't mean you harm. Why did you misunderstand me? I didn't do that just to harm you. I mean, you see this in, in kindergarten. <laughs> well, actual children growing up. 
trying to be part of the society, learning their parts to play. We cannot find innocence and pain, and this is why we create suffering. This is why from non-acceptance of pain, a multiplicity of sufferings is created by a non-acceptance of pain. And to sit with your own shame, to sit with your own guilt, to sit with your own fear, merely means to find the innocence in everything, to find the innocence in your own hatred, to find the innocence in your own shame and, and even toxic behavior and whatever comes up within you. You know, how sometimes you'll get so angry with, with, an, with another person that you you get these pictures in your mind of how you would show them what they did to you. You know, it's an, it's a normal thing. It's, it's what happens in a hurt being. Somebody who has been hurt wants to hurt other people. That's a, that, that seems to be a universal law. It seems to be when there's suffering, it wants to be perpetuated. So we learn to judge ourselves for our own humanness. We judge our, we learn to judge ourselves because we don't know how to see the innocence in that. And I say we should learn to find the innocence within everything because deep, deep, deep down there never was a reason that anybody wanted to create pain. And because we never wanted to create pain, but there is pain in this existence. We were in war, <laughs> Every each and every one of us is in war with pain, trying to avoid it, trying to use it, to wield it against them, against ourselves, because we don't know what to do with pain. We just don't know what to do with it. Sometimes we understand that all we have to do is let it pass. It will pass. Pain is inevitable. It will pass. And the innocence and pain is that all it is, when <laughs> when we sit with it, it boils down to this, there's, there's valuable information in pain. It is literally as simple as when you put your hand on something hot and your hand tells you, ouch, this is too hot. Then the information means your reaction, if you want to keep your hand intact, should be to take it away and to cool it down so in that sense all that pain is meant for is to tell you which way not to go so there's nothing wrong in pain and pain is inherently good pain is inherently good because it's for you it tells you which way not to go And uh, we suffer if we don't want to accept that pain is for us. And I have sat now so many hours on end um, with my own inner pain and it doesn't go away. It just doesn't go away. 
because there's information in there you know when you have been through trauma and I have when you have been through trauma there is pain stored within you there's the memory of pain stored within you and all you have to do is process it step by step as much as you can at a time and to find the information in there because basically what you're doing is in this process is to allow the pain to show it to yourself and then the it's not you the pain to show it to you it shows itself to you and then when you start to process it emotionally physically like some some people may know that there is a physical part to it where the mu the muscle memory uh, is uh, processed by uh, shaking you know like in a shock situation the body goes into the shaking um, and uh, it literally it, it does shake off the chemicals in the body connected with the trauma so when you have been through trauma and it doesn't matter how long ago it doesn't matter if it's a big or a small trauma there is chemicals stored in your body in the cells of your body carrying that information so when you want to get rid of it this um, shivering and shaking the muscles working through this is actually for you sometimes we get scared because what is the body doing i'm I know in shock no this merely means that your physical body is shaking off and processing the chemicals from the cells of your body that are storing the information on the physical level and then there is going to be one way or another there's going to be emotional release sometimes we have to laugh like hysterically sometimes we have to cry or to shout yeah sometimes it's like it's so ridiculous how could we do that how could that happen to us and then we start to sob and then we start to yell at the world because there's so much anger hidden beneath that and you know all these kinds of emotional discharges can happen and it's a good thing that they happen and they are not they are not against anybody they are just they had just have to be seen and and let go of and then come the judgments in the mind from that when we let go of the old judgment we can gain new perspective and the cool thing is the new perspective is always the bigger one that contains the old perspective and also the remedy for the old perspective and the further you go the more steps you take towards liberating your mind from the from the narrowness it usually has in a trauma situation or in a bad situation a painful situation i should say the mind narrows down to the pain so then when you narrow down too much all you see is pain and this is usually what trauma does to you you know pain that is so let's say trauma uh, as i use the word as i explained uh, before is merely a pain that hasn't been processed um pain that's stuck within you so when you start processing it actually what happens um that view on the world that has been narrowed uh, down to something painful can widen again and widen again and widen again and then you open up and open up and open up your world view, your world view your view on yourself your take on everything <laughs> your take on life and when you do that And I suggest try, try it, even with the worst things. Go step by step, teeny tiny steps, a little bit at a time. 
and broaden your <laughs> view, open up your view on the world and release and discharge emotional uh, charges from your heart and um, let go of chemicals stored in, in the cells of your body. Gently. Do, the, do so gently in the little steps and then in the eventually you will get to the point I promise because it has been like that for me every time eight years long every time I do this I find that feeling of peace in my heart that only comes from an innocent heart that never meant harm and that only got afraid of pain or of the pain inflicted by by myself on other people and because I saw pain being inflicted upon me and I felt it and I didn't want it also I understood that through empathy I cannot want anybody to have that pain but sometimes we don't know we don't know whether what we do is going to create suffering for another person um, sometimes we know we have to inflict pain because otherwise we cannot help the other person but then also there is suffering and there is pain so pain is inevitable pain is inherently good pain is innocent and when we try to get rid of the pain we create suffering and that is that is something to explore that is something that in your leisure time when you find that you want to f feel more joyful, more childlike, more innocent, more happy, more, more passionate about your own life, about the people in your life. You know, when you when you think, what what is the best thing that I could do with my time? Well, my personal answer is to dig deep and find that light again and throw away everything that dims this light within. Not because I want to be a bright light and shine in the world. No like a diamond in the sky <laughs> now I'm being like really shy childish <laughs> uh, no just because I want to see my own light I want to find my innocence and connect with that and I see how how the mind is a brilliant tool to use to to dig down and to dig deep within until you find that light the thing is you begin with these dig deep and do the inner work and you find all kinds of things that are amazing and and you want to tell the world how cool it is you want to run and uh, become a coach for everything <laughs> and i did <laughs> i wanted to become a coach so badly to to tell everybody how cool this journey within is um, and that sweet spot when you finally come to terms and actually the sweet spot is when you find your innocence again i mean in all the suffering, yes, there's pain, but there's nothing wrong with the pain. The pain is just because there is pain in the world, because there are certainly things that you don't want to do when you want to stay alive. I mean, it's m pain is a, it's a, a survival mechanism. Don't you want to survive if you want to be alive? Oh God, I get carried away again. <laughs> yeah, so so. The best thing you can do with your time, in my humble opinion, is to sit yourself down with all the judgment that are carried in your mind, that narrow your view on pain, on suffering, and then let go of them bit by bit, because then there is more, suddenly there is more to the world than just pain and suffering. 
because you let go of the suffering and you allow the pain and then you can also <laughs> i mean if you allow the pain that means that you allow the pain to tell you what it wants to tell you because it is for you god damn it it's for you the pain is for you don't i mean something is hurting you like you 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 step on something you're barefoot and you step on a nail and your foot says ouch don't do that so please refrain from doing so because it's going to hurt your foot i mean you can choose other otherwise you can choose to hurt your foot but who in their right mind would i mean this is just a body and it wants to be healthy and alive and it wants to thrive so why would you willingly hurt it unless this would lessen the suffering of other people in general I don't I don't know people do these kinds of um, uh, decisions where they give their own lives to save others and stuff like that but I'm not talking about these kinds of situation just the mere existence means that there's going to be pain because there's going to be things that are not conducive to life let's say it like that don't be eaten by a tiger <laughs> don't you know people are usually like yeah you you're in trauma so you are in a survival mechanism that's bad you shouldn't be get out of it use your use your free will to choose differently you have to heal from that because you know hurt people hurt people um and um I actually sat down with that one and I asked myself, is something wrong with me? Do I have to let go of my survival mechanism? Answer is no. No. I want to survive. This pain is here for me and it wants to tell me something. I just didn't have the time to listen. I was being driven by not listening to it, <laughs> to do things and to say things that were merely meant for me to survive. And uh, when I sit down with the original pain, the original sin, <laughs> uh, the original pain, um, when I really see the original pain that created all the suffering, I can, I can choose to accept it. I can choose that, oh, this is my reality. Well, who would have thought that this is painful? It is. I accept the pain. And I accept to process it and to understand what it means for me. I add meaning to it and then I can make an informed decision and regain my innocence in that. I don't have to become a hurt person that hurts other people. I can be a hurt person like the wiser. Doesn't mean that other people won't get hurt just means that I know it was my intention so next time around when I hurt somebody I can make amends and I don't have to go into shame or guilt or fear I can just make amends and help them I don't have to shame myself or them for what happened there was pain in what it what happened, you know, in, the, in in any situation where I hurt another person or somebody hurt me. Yes, there was pain. I accept that. But I don't have to create suffering by shaming or blaming 
or going into fear or into anger or whatever it is. I don't have to go into any of that. When I just accept that there has been pain and I'm willing to learn from that and next time around or I learn from that and because I learned from that I can make amends. It's really simple. Life's really simple when you boil it down to that. And there is so much innocence. There is so much innocence in all of it. The whole life process is so innocent. Pain is innocence. And everything that we... Anytime we don't want to have our pain. Or the pain that other people experience, by the way. Because that causes pain within us. Because we think that something about us is wrong. And they have to suffer because of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time we do that, we are on the wrong track. And we lose... Actually, that's the moment. When we don't want the pain, we lose our innocence. <laughs> uh, if, we reject, we, if we reject pain, we lose innocence and we go into suffering. Now, this was supposed to be a message to uplift you. <laughs> because... I think I wanted to say to you that whatever happens to you, whatever experience, whatever, really whatever experience, if it's small trauma, big trauma, trauma you have been, or pain, let's say pain, if it's pain that you have been carrying around forever, or that you ever, like that you thought that you could never accept, um, there is on the other side nothing but pure purity and innocence. At the same time as there is pain in this world. So I think we can really find the innocence when we are able to find the original pain and read it as an information to us. Like this is your reality. This is painful. This is your reality. And then you can decide, okay, I take it. This is my reality. I still want life. Even if that pain exists in this life, I still want this life. And then in that, you find your innocence. You find yourself again. Um, so if you, dare to do, if you dare to do that, find yourself a process. Maybe it's the Byron Katie worksheet. I don't know. It's not for everyone. I like it, but it's not for everyone. I know that. There are many processes, transformational processes. There are many coachings. There are many people who are on the same journey as you are, as we all are. And everybody has a different version of the journey. Everybody has a different take on pain. Um, but there are so many coaches and therapists and people guiding us on our way to find that innocence and to make peace with the pain. Um, to see through all these layers that we create, these layers that dim our light. So, if you dare, you're you're up for a real treat. There's something really wonderful and beautiful on the other side, and I suggest you you give it a try. I suggest since you have been listening to me talking now for thirty five minutes on the same thing. Uh, there is something inside of you that understands what I'm saying and that somehow knows the truth um, that is hidden behind my words. And 
There is a deep yearning and longing within each and every one of us to find that again, which seems to be lost, which is never lost. So go there. <laughs> I will be offering coachings, I think, beginning next year in January. So if anybody was interested, you could, for, for the time being, the website isn't up yet, but for the time being, you could contact me via the voice message button on the anchor.fm webpage, which is, which is anchor.fm slash the minus suite minus spot minus podcast. And on that page, you'll find a button sa that says message, and then you can record a voice message. Um, this is for now the way that you could contact me in principle if you wanted to. And in January, I will start with coaching sessions uh, on the sweet spot, <laughs> the sweet spot where you finally find a way to let go of your judgments about yourself, about the world or your beliefs or your pain. Uh, well, your resistance to pain in, in general. <laughs> and uh the joy of life is not because life is not painful, but the joy of life is because sometimes it's raw and real and um, and because there's not only pain but so much joy. And when you close yourself off from the pain, you also close yourself off from the joy. And sometimes we lose track of our own passion, of our own joy, of our own life stream and... Uh, it's worth going back. It's worth. It's worth going. <laughs> the inner child wants. <laughs> you know, it's really worth it. Worth it. It's really worth. <laughs> now I'm just crazy. Okay. I think my inner child has a span of like thirty minutes <laughs> of concentration, and then it's done. So I should stop talking now. And coaching sessions will be roughly thirty minutes <laughs> in the future. Oh goodness. Uh, and then I will need a break. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed this episode immensely because this is like my heart's desire to tell people that there is something beyond pain and suffering and it's beautiful and it's it's so truthful and it's so innocent and it's so pure and it's you. <laughs> it's who you truly are. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy talking about it. So you can join me, do that next time. Uh, same place, same time. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so I will stop that and give my inner child something else to enjoy for now. Um, so I am very happy that you have been here at the Sweet Spot podcast, this podcast on personal growth. Um, my name is Eva, I'm your host, and I will welcome you. I'm happy to welcome you back here next week, same time. Bye. <laughs>